and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of The Detailing Mind. I'm your host, Jason. And tonight, we're going to have another topic from my series titled uh, My Thoughts on Issues. And it's about uh, tax rescue. And I'm titling it that because, as everyone is well aware of, the last few weeks and perhaps months, the main topic has been the stimulus package that Congress has been uh, trying to get through to get signed by the president. Um, and part of that is the discussion about the $1.9 trillion, $2,000, or $1,400 checks to every person, including dependents, all that stuff. Uh, and so the whole kind of narrative right now is, you know, some sort of bill, some sort of plan that can, you know, help rescue the American people from the uh, chaos that was 2020. Um, and I kind of want to take that to the next step because, yeah, that's all well and good that we're doing this $1.9 trillion stimulus. Uh, it was a lot higher in uh, previous renditions of it. And like I said before, it was originally slated to be $2,000 checks, but now it's down to $1,400. Um, and there's a lot of bickering right now going on. You know, Republicans are not playing ball whatsoever. They're back to their uh, typical obstructionist uh, um, behavior. And even within the Democratic Party, you're seeing certain uh, politicians who are trying to, you know, make themselves look good on, on the expense of everybody else. You know, and, and so both parties are right now going through some issues that involve actually providing some funding for um, helping rescue the American people, if you will. So here's kind of my take on something that goes beyond just the, uh, the stimulus bill that is sorely needed, and that is tax reform. Now, I know that there's a lot of different avenues that I can go down when it comes to talking about tax reform, but I think the easiest and, and the basic the most basic spot to, to start at is the tax brackets. Now, this has been something that's been an issue longer than just the 2020 uh, um, economic uh, meltdown, the COVID meltdown, you know, what have you. It's been something that's been going on for quite some time. And we saw the, the last big... Uh, um, meltdown over it back in uh, 2017 when uh, Trump came out with his tax cuts. And we saw that that was just about a $2 trillion bailout. And correlating that over to what's going on right now with this $1.9 trillion bailout, basically, um, what we're looking at is we're looking at how one party, a handful of Congress people from another party were very quick to jump on board with these tax cuts for the rich in 2017, 2018. But now that 2020 and 2021 are here, they don't want to help have anything to do with, with helping out the average person. Um, and that's kind of telling, you know, it's, you know, when it came to a $2 trillion tax cut for the rich, 
that has helped more so those at the top who don't need it. They, you know, Congress people were quick to just jump on board with it. But when it comes to helping out the average person like you and me, you know, they're they're bickering about how giving every person two thousand dollars is going to somehow magically bankrupt the country. And so, I think that's something that uh, we need to, you know, sit down and have a really um, thoughtful discussion about is, you know, the taxes and tax reform, and in this case. You know, how are we going to set up the tax brackets that will help, I guess, quote unquote, rescue the American people? Um, Because there's no reason why there should be a $2 trillion bailout to all the rich people when it comes to taxes. But the average person gets very little. Uh, I recall from when I saw the transition from the old tax brackets to Trump's uh, tax brackets... I think I got like a 2% break in, in my brackets, which was not very much. Uh, I did the math, and the savings that it came out to was, I want to say, less than $300 throughout the whole year, just because of the, the, the changes in the tax brackets that the Trump tax cuts brought for us. Um, and it didn't come out to very much. It was less than, I want to say, $50 a month on average that I saved. The kicker of it is, too, is that uh, for me, I actually saw a tax hike in what money I owed because, yeah, sure, I got some tax breaks. Like I said, my brackets dropped by like 2%. But the, the savings that I saved in that drop in the tax brackets was dwarfed by the amount that I owed because other deductions were no longer allowed. So when I looked at just the tax brackets and the money that I made from one year to the next, one year not being under Trump's uh, tax uh, cuts, the other one being under Trump's tax cuts, I actually had to pay more in in taxes because I no longer had the deductibles that I could before. Um, And so that's kind of where I want to kind of take this. and uh, kind of start off is, you know, when it comes to the tax brackets, here's our current uh, uh, brackets for the individual rates. Now, all this is going to be done in, in individual brackets. I was thinking about actually jumping in and doing it based off of uh, um, joint or married uh, brackets as well. But I figured, you know what, well, let's just keep it with the individual. Let's keep it simple, you know, and, and it's kind of the same principle anyway, you know, between, you know, an individual tax bracket and the married or the joint brackets. So I figured I'll just cover one and then let, you know, the listeners kind of come up with their own ideas for what could be done for the, uh, for the joint ones. But uh, here, here's some of the, 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 the brackets that we have in our tax code for individual filings. Um, you're looking at 10% taxes, from anything between zero and $9,875. And then from $9,875 to $40,125,000, it's 12%. Not that much of a hike, you know, just a 12%. But then from $40,125 to $85,525,000, that's a range of right around... Uh, 
$45,400, that range bracket there, it goes to 22%. So, so the second bracket goes from 12% to the third bracket, 22%. And like I mentioned, that third bracket of 22% uh, income tax starts at $40,125. Uh, you get to the fourth bracket, and that starts at $85,525, goes up to $163,300, and that's 24%. Um, the fifth one, fifth of seven, $163,300 up to $207,350. That's a 32% tax rate. And then the next one, the sixth uh, tax bracket, 35%, and that's from $207,350 up to $518,400. And then the last tax bracket is at 37%, and that's for any uh, income above the $518,400. So you can see there's, you know, quite a bit of a jump, as I mentioned, from the uh, second to the third bracket. Once again, you'll notice I'm focusing on this because of what the next bit of information I'll be providing to you. But once again, the second tax bracket is from $9,000, eight hundred and seventy five dollars to forty thousand one hundred twenty five dollars and that's twelve percent third bracket from forty thousand one hundred twenty five thousand dollars to eighty five thousand five hundred twenty five that's twenty two percent jump of ten percent right there and I say that because the the mean income or the average income for an American in 2020 was $62,518, which falls, you know, pretty much right in the middle of that third tax bracket. And so you see there's a a huge hike that most Americans are going to hit. Um, Now, you know, actually I should say most Americans are getting hit because for anyone making it above that, then... Obviously, they'll be hit by all the tax brackets below it. But uh, as you see in this case, you know, there's going to be quite a bit of uh, income that's taken. People who make the average amount. And what that means is that if somebody's making $62,518, assuming no deductions or any other uh, um, benefits that are taken out, are applied, that means that that person is having to pay in federal taxes um, roughly $9,500. So somebody making $62,518, if you're not taking into consideration deductions or anything else like that, any other tax breaks that somebody may get, you know, any kind of child tax credits or any other kind of deductions that have to deal with, you know, maybe paying back college loans or medical bills or what have you they're still paying about $9,500 in federal taxes alone. I'm not even getting into state taxes either because states will have their own income tax. And generally speaking, that'll be on the same $62,000 figure that I provided. Now, granted, a lot of states will also provide deductions and their own version of of, uh, tax breaks as well. But, you know... If you just look at just the tax rate alone without deductions or anything like that, that's quite a bit. I mean, that's, you know, approaching 
a sixth of their income. So, that's pretty crazy. You know, like I said, that's the average. The median or the middle for 2020 is $43,206. So, what I mean by the median is it's the middle value. So, um, half of the country, half the people in the country make less than $43,206 a year. The other half make more. Now, how much that is is unclear, um, but we just know that the halfway point, if we take all, everybody who's filed any kind of a tax return for 2020 um, or 2019 or 2018, whatever year you want to go and calculate, for everybody who's put in a, a, a tax return um, and filed their taxes... The middle amount for 2020 was $43,206. So half the country makes that or below, the other half makes that or above. And we can see by the mean that it's 62,518, you know, we're looking at almost a $20,000 spread there. Now, from my perspective, I think that kind of means that there's. Uh, more, you know, there's more people that are down closer to the uh, medium amount, but there's also some more extremities up top, and that's why it's a little bit higher. Um, so I think what that means that I think what that signifies is that those at the top of of the food chain, when it comes to their in, their annual income, that's what's raising it up higher and higher. Is their huge amounts of wealth is artificially dragging the, the mean income higher by about $20,000. Um, and so they, so economists will generally use the median income to uh, calculate out what a more reasonable number is for annual income of Americans. And so 43000 that's roughly the, the, the ballpark figure that most economists are going to use to kind of check out how the economy is doing, how people are doing, and, and, and what their needs are, and, and what their ability is to help with the economy. Now, at forty-three thousand two hundred six dollars, that means that the uh, that means that that person is going to be putting in five thousand three hundred dollars in federal taxes. Once again, this is without any kind of tax breaks or any other kind of deductions from their taxes. You know, and so another way to look at it is maybe somebody who has already had all their deductions taken out and had any other tax breaks taken out, now they have a taxable income of that $43,206. Um, I know in my case, you know, from the W-2 forms that I've gotten back the last couple of years, the spread between the total annual income and the taxable income is generally about three or $4,000. It's not very much. And so, in this case, you know, a person that has a taxable income of $43,206, they may have been making, you know, um, maybe uh, $47,000 roughly. So, there's not that much of a, a shift between the two. But that's still quite a bit. You know, I mean, the, that person is still pay, putting in $5,300 in federal income tax alone, you know. 
Um, and that's, that's quite a bit for a person that is only, you know, getting that amount of money. You know, it's, it's less than 50000 So they're looking at a tenth of their, 10% of their, uh, um, their income is going towards ta- federal taxes alone. And then who knows how much is also going in towards uh, um, state taxes. So you can see how this, in, this tax bracket system that we have right now needs to be reformed. Now, I'm not saying that we should go to a flat tax because that will actually make the situation worse, I think, for the average American. Um, what needs to be done is we need to have a much more progressive tax rate. Like what we saw in the 50s and the 60s, even in the 40s and the 30s. We need to go back to that style of a tax rate because that is what helped, you know, society grow. That's what helped provide for the average person. And so I think we need to go back to that. So keeping those current individual tax brackets in mind, um, here's my tax brackets that I'm proposing. Um, and you'll notice something very, very um, standoff, standout-ish compared to the, the, the current uh, tax brackets that we have. And that's at the very, the, the savings that people get at the very bottom of the, um, of the, the bracket system. So if you recall, for example, in the current individual tax brackets that we have, $0 to $9,875, that's 10% of a tax rate. Okay, well, in my proposal, from zero to $20,000, 0%. That means if you're making $20,000 or less, you should not have to pay any taxes in. Keep in mind, too, that according to all of the uh, records I could find online from different government agencies and economic uh, policy institutions and all that stuff, um, the, I'm going to say the, the, uh, um, the guesstimated poverty level is 13,500. So, um, if you're only making $13,500, which is about $1,100 a month, um, that means you are in poverty. And so, at the very least, zero to $14,000 should be 0% tax rate. But you know what? Why should we make that the limit? You know what I mean? Um, we shouldn't, we shouldn't put that 0% tax rate right at that poverty level. We should put it a little bit above that to further help people get further away from that poverty line. So that's why I st- I put it up to about uh, $20,000. But, I mean, you could make it fourteen or 15000 if you wanted to. I was originally thinking 15000 but I bumped up to 20000 because my whole goal on these proposed tax brackets that I have for the individual tax rate, I want it to be a rescue for the American people, the average person, you know, um, it should be something that's going to see significant reduction in, in tax burden on the average person and not for the rich people. So that's what happened here with my, uh, uh, brackets. So like I said, 
My proposed individual tax brackets, zero to $20,000, 0%. You should not have to pay a dime in taxes if you're making 20000 or below. 20000 to 50000 10%. 50 to 85,000, 15%. 85 to 150,000, 20%. 150,000 to 250,000, 25%. 250,000 to 500,000, 35%. 500,000 to 1 million is 50%. 1 million to 5 million is 75%. 5 million to 10 million is 90%. And the last, the tenth tax bracket anything 10 above that 10 million 95% tax rate and like I said this is supposed to be designed so that the average person no longer has the burden of the tax uh, the tax burden on their shoulders we have been fleeced enough since the 1980s when it comes to uh, tax breaks for the rich so now it's time for um, the American people to get a, a tax break and to not be fleeced quite as much as we have been. 40 years of being fleeced on, uh, in taxes has seen the problem that we're in where our economy is teetering on another collapse. Um, we somehow got lucky and avoided a complete collapse in 2020 with the whole COVID pandemic. Um, but we're still there. We're still teetering on the brink of a complete collapse. We haven't fully rebounded from 2008 or 2000 or any of the other little recessions that we've hit throughout the last 40 years or so. And I think these tax brackets will help put more money back in the average person's wallet rather than in the, uh, person up top you know it the the tax bracket should be designed to benefit the average person like you and me and not jeff bezos who's making millions and, and worth billions and ha- should not be making more than 10 million and that's why i have you know once they hit the million dollar mark from 1 million to 5 million dollars 75 percent income tax bracket because to be honest you know there is no reason why somebody should be making a million dollars. What are you doing that uh, warrants you to make a million dollars? Doing some quick math here. Um, when it comes to a million dollars, you know, a million dollars, divide that by, you know, 50 weeks, we'll assume you get two weeks of vacation. And then divide that by 40 hours a week. That's $500 an hour. What job are you doing where you're worth $500 an hour? That's how much... If you make a million dollars in the course of a year, assuming you get two weeks off for vacation, that's 50 weeks. If you make a million dollars, that means you're worth $500 an hour for a 40-hour work week, 50 hours per year of working. Who is worth $500 an hour? What are they doing? They better be a freaking, you know, engineer or something like that to be making that much. But engineers don't get that much, you know? (laughs) I highly doubt that the engineer at Boeing is making a million dollars a year. 
If he is good, you know, those kind of technical skills, that's where it should be at. But the million, who's making million dollars? It's, you know, politicians that are going out there and doing talks. You know, it's politicians who are going out there and getting lobbyist money. It's athletes, it's musicians, it's all these frivolous bullshit things that they don't deserve a million dollars a year. So, the way I see it is, if you're making a million dollars, up to five million dollars a year, you can, you you should have it taxed at seventy five percent. You get up to ten million up a year, ninety five percent, because there's absolutely nothing that you could say to justify making ten million a year. That's five thousand dollars an hour, provided you work forty hours a week, fifty hours a year. There's nothing you can be doing in, in, in this lifetime that's worth $5,000 an hour. So, a lot of people, and I, I know a lot of people don't like this kind of a tax bracket, but you know what? It actually got us through the Great Depression. It got us through to rebuilding our country that kind of a, a progressive tax rate. And to be honest, I think that when, you, when it boils down to it, everybody agrees deep down that. You know, millionaires should begin taxed at hell of a lot higher rates. Right now, as I mentioned, the current tax bracket for five hundred eighteen thousand dollars on up is thirty-seven percent. So you can be making a hundred thousand or hundred million dollars, and you're still only getting taxed at thirty-seven percent. You know that that's ridiculous. That's it's outrageous, and we wonder why we don't have any money to properly facilitate facilitate our education system, our infrastructure, you know, anything really, I mean, except for the military budget. But, you know, that's kind of a, you know, that doesn't seem to be anything that we can uh, skimp on. We, we can piss money away on that, you know. But when it comes to other things, we're, we're saying, well, we don't have the budget for it. Even this $1.9 trillion hand, uh, bailout that... Uh, that we the people desperately need, you know, we got people whether they're they're conservatives or they're uh, you know quote unquote moderate Democrats, you know, saying, well, that's where's that going to come from? Where's the budget for that? Well, you're looking for a 1.9 trillion dollar uh, bill for the people. Why not resend Trump's tax cuts, which gave 1.9 trillion dollars? of bailout money to the rich. Look at that. It's amazing how those numbers just add up. So what we do, we just go, we just resend Trump's taxes rates that we've had since like 2018 or so. And we go back to what they were before. Boom. Now all of a sudden they get taxed more so. And now we can start paying for that shit. You know, it's just, I think it's time that we tax these guys because no individual should be making a million dollars, five million dollars, ten million dollars, unless if they're some sort of engineer or astrophysicist that's working on cutting edge technology, you know, or, or information, uh, you know, discovering how black holes work, or, or you know, those type of high end jobs, putting a rover on Mars, or you know, putting a rover on Venus, or or doing something with outer space and advancing our our understanding of the universe that way, I can see maybe them getting a break because they're actually, you know, intelligent. They're 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 smart. Their their career path is 
about human progress and human understanding. But if it's someone like Tom Brady who's getting, uh, you know, millions of dollars a year to humble football, well, Tom Brady can go and, you know, fuck off for all I care. He should not be making a million dollars to do that. He shouldn't even be making $500,000 a year to be doing that. In my industry, airline pilots cap out at, I want to say, $400,000. Maybe $500,000 if they're lucky. So, if an airline pilot's capping out at about $500,000 a year, and they're at the pinnacle of their profession, maybe flying at a 747, you know, transatlantic or something like that, then there is absolutely no reason why a football player like Tom Brady should be making even that much. You know, because, I hate to say it, but flying those kind of aircraft takes a hell of a lot more intelligence, a hell of a lot more skill than it does to throw at football. So, the way I see it is, you know, if, if, the, if a pilot uh, caps out his career at $500,000, then an athlete should cap out at three hundred thousand or, or four hundred thousand, because their their career path is well is really not needed. We don't need professional sports and professional athletes in this world. What we do need are people like pilots or, or teachers or scientists who are going out there and trying to push humanity and human society to the next level. So, that's why I think we should be uh, raising some of these tax bracket rates at such a progressive level like what I just highlighted. Those at the bottom, because like I said, most people, the median uh, 2020 uh, um, income for Americans is 43000 $206. That puts it in my second tax bracket from 20 to 50,000. 10% right there. And it's only 10% tax rate from 20,000 up to 43. So basically only just under a half of the the uh, the income is taxed. The first 20,000 you get free. I mean that and that's to be to be honest that's for everybody too. So if you if you're somebody who's making, you know, $700,000, you're getting taxed at 50% for five hundred dollars to $700,000. But keep in mind, the first $20,000, everybody's getting tax-free, you know? So the way I see it is it's kind of a win-win, you know? People at the bottom who, who probably won't get out of even the third uh, tax bracket, like I said, $50,000 to $85,000, 15%, most people aren't going to be getting out of that range. And even fewer people are going to get out of the uh, fourth bracket, I said, of 85000 150000 20%. You know, that's just, it's just, how, that's how it's, most people are going to be in the second tax bracket, barely getting into the third one, and I highly doubt very many people get will get to the fourth one or, or out of the fourth one into the fifth one. So, at this point, I understand why people are making such a big gripe if tax rates are, are heightened under some of these other tax brackets. 
But once again, you know, like I said, going back to the median 2020 uh, income of $43,206, that's about $2,300 in taxes. And if you consider the amount that I had highlighted under the current tax bracket plan, you're saving roughly the same, you know, you're, you're basically seeing a, your uh, federal taxes cut in half. That's not bad at all. Think about it. $2,300 in federal taxes that you're paying under my proposed tax brackets compared to what normally is going on there, 53. So you're you're saving about $3,000 right there in taxes. That's about $250 a month, you know? So what can that buy you for $250 a month? I mean, that, that right there could be your heating bill. could be your electrical bill. I mean, you might be able to get, you know, three bills out of it. Let's say your electrical bill is $100. Let's say your uh, heating bill is $100. Let's say your internet bill is $50. There you go, you know? So under my tax plan, if you're making the uh, the, the middle of the median income of $43,000, you are going to save basically the amount that will get you two or three bills per month paid. If we go to the average 2020 uh, income of $62,518, you're paying about $4,900 in taxes, and you're saving roughly $4,500 compared to what the current tax bracket system is right now. That's almost, that's almost $400 a month that you're saving. 400. I mean, now not only is it internet and electric and gas, but it could also be maybe part of your car bill. It could also be uh, part of, you know, what you put forward towards, I don't know, health insurance or credit card debt or um, any other kind of bill that you might have. You know, four hundred dollars a month. I mean, that that's a good, a good three bills right there. That you know, you that will cover that. That will help ease people, you know, in this time of need. And if we keep these tax breaks going, you can see the the working class start to rebound and start being a contributing factor again in society. Because right now, most Americans are just trying to get by paycheck to paycheck. We keep hearing it over and over again. Some say it's $500, some say it's $1,000. But the recurring theme is most Americans are living paycheck to paycheck to where a $500 or $1,000 medical bill could spell doom for them. And living, that that, that fact, that, that uh, understanding of life in America, given that the United States is definitely the richest country in the history of humanity, that's unacceptable. When one in five children, their families are in poverty, in the richest country in human history, that's unacceptable. We are living in a neoliberal nightmare where all the wealth that we are that we are creating, we the workers are creating, is going to 
some fat ass like Jeff Bezos who's sitting there just reaping in all of the profits on our behalf. That should anger us. That's why we need a progressive tax rate like what I have, where it's very low for everybody here at the bottom and very high for people like Jeff Bezos. There's no reason why he should be making hundreds of millions of dollars every year. He does not do that much work that warrants him making millions of dollars every year. And it's not his work that creates the wealth in the first place. It's all of us. It's workers who create the wealth and the profit for the company. It's not the guy at the top like Jeff Bezos or Bill Gates or anybody else. It's the workers in the system who are doing the manual labor day in and day out. And that's why we need to have a tax bracket system that looks more like this. Not giving handouts to all these rich assholes so they can turn around and buy a fifth or tenth home or a third boat or a a, a, a yacht with a small little boat that can dock inside of it. They don't need a fucking, you know, yacht that can have a helicopter pad on the back of it. But that's what these people are getting away with. They're fleecing us and redistributing the wealth upwards to these rich assholes who don't need it. So that's what I think needs to be done is we need to carry this whole idea of this rescue plan for America beyond the stimulus package. This stimulus package is good for helping a lot of people in need, uh, especially given the year 2020 has been. But it's only a temporary step. What needs to be done is something much more permanent, much more long-standing, and that is tax reform, progressive tax rate that's really going to hit the people up at top and provide a hell of a lot more savings for those of us who are in the working class who only make, you know, 40,000, 60,000, 80,000, you know, the first three or four, you know, two or three tax brackets that I provided for you for my proposed individual brackets, that's where you, we need to see the most savings because that's where most of us are going to be sitting at the end of the day. So... That's kind of what I think we need to do. One step in, in the right direction of, of many steps that need to be taken. Um, so I'd like to thank you for tuning in for uh, my uh, episode here of my thoughts on issues. I know it's been a few weeks since I've uh, posted anything. I've been once again distracted doing many things. Um, I'm kind of binge watching Grimm right now and probably will do some sort of a... Uh, synopsis uh, episode on on the Grimm series as a whole all six seasons right now I'm halfway through season five so uh, that's a lot of Grimm to be watching in the last couple weeks here uh, we'll see you know um, maybe I'll do it maybe not but uh, in the meantime I'd like to thank everybody for tuning into the Detsillian Mind and and uh, my thoughts on issues regarding tax brackets and tax relief tax reform American Rescue Plan, whatever you want to call it, um, because it's something that I think that needs to be addressed, and unfortunately, very few people in Congress are really giving a shit about 
what needs to be done to to counter the trajectory that we're on. And I think part of it is rebuilding the tax system that will provide the most benefit for the average person, you and me and those around us, and not somebody like Jeff Bezos or even corporations. Tax Taxes should be there to benefit we the people, the average person, the everyday dude, you know, that's who it should be benefiting. And at the end of the day, we need to get back to that position. And I think that's the first step in the right direction that will help rebuild our country, our society, and our economy. So thanks for tuning in. I hope everyone had a good weekend. I will talk to you later on The Detailing Mind.